Whipper. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. So you know how to walk. You know how to dance. You ever dance with the devil in the Welcome to another episode of This Week in Salsa. And today on the show, we are talking about the future of salsa dancing. Uh, you guys, you probably don't know this, but I run a technology company when I'm not dancing salsa. So I pay a lot of attention to the latest and greatest technology. It's something that I enjoy following. And I always think about how that applies to salsa dancing. And I want to go through today and just talk a little bit about the technologies that do exist today that I think really shape our salsa community, but also maybe guess as, as best I can at some of the technologies that are going to shape our future with how we dance. And looking back, listen, there are two technologies that have really changed salsa dancing over the past decade. Number one is YouTube. With YouTube, these amazing dancers from around the world get recorded, that gets shared, uploaded on the web, and it's something that anyone can see anywhere in the world. And that makes it where location becomes a lot less important because otherwise, if you're not living in New York City, a lot of times you're not getting exposed to these amazing dancers. But now I can go on YouTube and I can watch these dancers anytime I want. So that really has been a game changer, I think, for getting more people interested in salsa and getting more people better at salsa. I've talked about this several times on the show, like YouTubeSlow.com, something you can take to analyze these videos of people dancing very, very slowly, so you can really break down exactly what they're doing. The potential for learning becomes so much greater with the advent of YouTube. And number two is Facebook. With Facebook, there are two elements. Number one is Facebook events. With those, really just helping people to understand when salsa is going on in their community, helping to grow those communities, everyone has Facebook events, right? No, when's the last time you sent a face an evite, right? So everyone uses those Facebook events. It's really good for out-of-town people coming in, but also just Facebook, Facebook profiles, I should say. And being able to connect with local dancers, building those connections. Again, the strength of, the, of salsa, really, the salsa community is, is how connected and how interconnected each of us are. And Facebook really, really helps with that. But, you know, the majority of me talking about this is not so much about what it is today, but what's really exciting is what it could be, what it could become in the future. And it's always fun to play a little Nostradamus and take a best guess at what we could see. And I'll probably be way wrong, but you know, there are some ideas on on what the future of salsa dancing could look like. Number one, you may use Fitbit or some other kind of activity tracker. And all of those, I get a sense they're in like a version one. But what's going to be really interesting is when they go to a version 2, a version 3, something that allows me to track specifically for dancing. And I think that something like this is going to come out in the next five years. Imagine not only a Fitbit-type tracker that can tell how many calories I burned a night out dancing. Sure, that's something you can get right now. But what's interesting is how much can you tailor that to the dancing experience. So perhaps... Uh, you can tell also how your technique was as dancing, as you were dancing. You can tell how your posture was. You can tell how many different people you danced with in a given night. There is a good example of technology out there like this right now, which is called LumoBack. And LumoBack 
actually will tell you if you have bad posture. Once you go into a bad posture sitting position, kind of like I am right now as I'm speaking to you, it will buzz, give a light buzz, so you know that you're in a bad posture position. So imagine some kind of a feedback solution like that for your dancing so you get buzzed, maybe not real time, but uh, you get buzzed so you know that you're in a bad posture and that can over time really help with your dancing. But also, I uh, really wanna go back to the technique element too, being able to understand at the end of the day your technique and knowing maybe the force of your spinning, knowing all these different parameters about your dancing could be really interesting for analysis. Number two is drones. Now we've heard a lot about drones. You probably have heard a lot of news stories about drones coming out, especially this last year. And 2014 was really the year that, that drones came out into the public consciousness. Now, what's really interesting is how drones could play a role here in Salsa. I believe that in the next five years, we will have a drone built into our cell phones. Now, why that's cool is imagine, you you know, when you are dancing, you always have to ask a friend or maybe if you're a really good dancer, this isn't a problem for you. But all of us normal people, we have to ask a friend if they can take a video of us salsa dancing. Imagine being able to take your iPhone 10 and be able to just push a button, throw it up in the air, and then these propellers start going so it floats over you. It knows who you are. Maybe you have a GPS tracking device on your wrist so it knows to stay within your area and it goes around the top of you and takes a perfect video of you dancing throughout the next four minutes and then it lands safely back into your hand. That would be awesome, right? I would love that to be able to have these high quality videos of me dancing, these perfect angles from a, and really a self-automated, a self-directed drone system. So something like that is definitely on my wish list, but it really is not as far away as you think. There was a great Kickstarter out that just went out, I believe a few months ago, and it pretty much does this, where you throw it up. Uh, it's not built into your cell phone, of course, but the technology of the drone being able to track you as an individual with a high-definition GoPro-style camera, there is technology out there like this right now. So now it's simply about miniaturizing it and putting it into a cell phone. But instead of those stupid long selfie sticks or having to reach your arm around, um, something like a drone built into your, to, to your cell phone really is a no-brainer. It's something we're going to see in the future. I can guarantee that. Number three, now let's get into a little bit more of the <laughs> far future. Uh, you may have seen the announcement from Microsoft. They just came out with this holodeck. So the holodeck is like augmented reality is what they call it. So there's a difference between augmented reality and virtual reality. Virtual reality, you're completely covered. You are looking into a 100% artificial world that's meant to feel real. The example of that is like Oculus Rift. Uh, a augmented reality world is where they overlay a computer system on top of your world that you're in. A good example of that is like the Terminator, right? In Terminator, it could see the real world, but it also laid over all these statistics. It analyzed things. That's augmented reality. The kind of like a heads-up display in video games that you would see as well. And that could be really interesting as well. Uh, imagine being able to guide. A, one example I can think of immediately, when I was learning to dance salsa, one of the big challenges as a guy is in your, in your social dancing, you tend to get into these rhythms of doing the same moves over and over and over again. And imagine a heads-up display that is perhaps built into a contact lens. No one can really see it. And it prompts you with new moves that you can do, or at least a list of moves you can do, 
so that while you're dancing, you're prompted with these moves. You don't have to have them in hand. You don't have to keep them in your mind. Being able to do new moves while you're dancing. Now, the second one is Oculus Rift. And where I see that being interesting is with salsa congresses and workshops. Imagine taking these workshops and not actually being in that location, just being on the other side of the world and checking in on your Oculus Rift to be able to take this interactive class and feel like you are really there. Um, I think that salsa is one of those things that will always want to be in the same place at the same time with this individual. But as these technologies get better and better at reproducing our environment, it'll be really interesting to see how that plays a role with taking classes. And what really gets interesting is if you can actually have a dance with someone in virtual reality. Now, to make that make sense, you'd actually have to be able to mimic the tension and the feel of your partner in a virtual world. And we're definitely not there yet. But again, this technology is being worked on, whether you can actually mimic the feel of someone and communicate that through the virtual world. We're definitely still in the R&D phases of that. But it's something that's coming. It's, it's, <laughs> it's coming down the pipe. So we can definitely see that coming in the future in Salsa, where we don't even have to be there. Really exciting for that reason. Now, some other new technologies that are exciting to me. One is Iron Man suits. Okay, what the hell am I talking about with this? Well, when you're trying to learn a new pattern, when you're trying to learn a style of a certain dancer, specifically comes to mind is body isolation, Afro-Cuban, something that really takes muscle memory to perform effectively. Well, what you're doing is you're watching someone do the move and you're processing that through your eyes and you're trying to relate that to your hand and feet and body movements as best you can. But by doing that, there's a natural bit that's lost in translation. And that's why it takes a lot of practice and a lot of time to mimic very closely the body movements of someone when you're trying to learn something new. I relate it to when you're reading a book. When you read a book, 100% of what you read is not necessarily all translated into your memory and your long-term memory especially. So it's not quite the most efficient way. Much more efficient for reading would be kind of like the matrix where they plug you in, you get all the information and it's set in your brain. But for dancing, we could do something similar. Now the Iron Man suit, imagine being able to put in into this exoskeleton where you load the Adolfo program. And in that Adolfo program, that whole Iron Man suit guides your entire body into the exact movements that Adolfo would do. And for that reason, there is 0% loss in translation. You don't have to convert what you're seeing into what you do. You bypass that first step, and it's just what you do. And it basically is taking you through perfect practice, muscle memory, of exactly the movements that you want to do. So when you don't have the suit on, you really have a much better idea of exactly what you want to do. And I do this a lot of times when I'm teaching people. If they don't get, uh, you know, I was just teaching this the other day, the hand flip. You know, when you toss the hand of the woman to the side for a, uh, a free spin, doing that hand flip, it's really tough to show them and have them do that. So I actually just stand right behind them and I hold their hand who's holding the lady's hand and I throw it with their hand in mind at the same time. And it's proven to be a really effective strategy to teach them that hand flip. Same thing can be done with this Iron Man suit. Again, I, now this one, I don't think that this is an R&D, at least I haven't heard of it, but 
it is technically possible. And I could see it in the future being a really effective teaching tool for people to learn how to dance. Now, the last one is prosthetics. And, you know, a lot of us are in these unfortunate situations and you see this um, where you lose a leg, you lose an arm, you lose a hand, you lose a part of your body that then is replaced with a prosthetic. Actually, one of my friends who's a salsa dancer here in Gainesville runs a prosthetic company. So from that, it's been for a while where we have these prosthetics that, yes, are functional, but they don't necessarily have the fine-tuned capability where they could be a, a, a substitute for your real arm. But what you're starting to see is this technology coming out which has such a fine tune level of tactile proficiency. What does that mean? Well, with some of these new arms that are coming out, for example, you can go and, and with this arm, pick up a grape off of the table with just the perfect amount of pressure. So it goes in between your two fingers on this prosthetic. You can pick it up and put it in your mouth. Whereas with previous generations of prosthetics, you would have crushed that grape it wouldn't have known how hard to push on that grape to pick it up, but not to crush it. And as we get into that level of detail on these prosthetics, then that is just great for social dancing. And again, as you're dancing with someone, you can see how this can apply, right? Because if you apply too much or too little pressure, especially on your tension, the dance just doesn't work out correctly. But with that level of proficiency, you can really apply just the right amount of pressure in your dancing. And that's something for the future, certainly, but it's not that far off. Um, same thing with legs, same things with other body parts, being able to use those. And what that really makes for is you being able to dance longer in your life, right? This is uh, the great part of salsa is that you can dance this from you know, five years old until 85 years old. This is something that anyone of any age can do, but what the prosthetic technology I think can help with as well as other technologies is help you have your prime of dancing, you know, being able to move with full body motion for a longer and longer amount of time and have a higher salsa quality of life, if you will. But all of these technologies are of course not here today, but if you get a sense for this, this is not that far out in the future. We're not talking about flying cars here. Uh, these are things that are either in the R&D phases or are like pretty much commercializable at this point. So it's really interesting to see where the future of salsa is, how that's going to change the way that we dance, how congresses function, how workshops function and classes function. But these are just a couple of ideas that I've thought about that technology can impact our salsa dancing community. And I'd love to hear your thoughts, your thoughts on you think about technology that you've seen and how that can impact either today or in the future, how salsa is danced. So send any ideas that you have over to me at Rob at thisweekinsalsa.com. I'd love to hear your ideas so I can share them with the other listeners. You can post those on our Facebook fan page over on Twitter as well. And if you have any other thoughts or comments or feedback on the show, again, Send me a message either on email or on Facebook or on Twitter. And I'd also definitely appreciate if you can take a moment and just go into iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Or if you're on Stitcher, also leave us a five-star review there. That helps more people find out about this podcast so we can share the salsa love. So I thank you for joining us here today. 
Watch out for the next episode coming out and have a great week of dancing. Que yo nunca podría